welcome back to No, I'm Just a Worm with your hosts, Anjanette and Jess. And in this week's episode, we are talking about social etiquette. So, like, that shit's just gone out the window nowadays yeah. in the day and age that we have. Um, do we have examples before we start our train wreck of an episode? No, nah, I think we're just going to dive right into the shit show and just see what happens. Train wreck! Yay! Yeah. All righty, then. I think that kind of goes along with just the way the world's been operating over the past couple weeks. Just train wreck. We're just going to... Mm-hmm. Why change it? Not even... Most especially the last week. Yeah. Well, I feel like definitely the last week the world has fallen apart. Not just the U.S. We've been falling apart for a while now. But the entire world yes. has been brought to its knees because of the coronavirus. <laughs> I just, I'm just frustrated by, by the whole thing. Um, me, personally, I was being a brat about it because I had to cancel my vacation for the second time. Not because of the virus, but the second time was because of the virus. Yeah, the second time was because of the virus. First time was something completely unrelated. Um, so I'm a little frustrated with it, but I'm also just frustrated with going from proactive to just mass hysteria so fast. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of it's just the frustration with what news outlet is providing us with accurate information. Um, we've talked about this so many times before of just listening to social media posts and that's creating, creating so much panic and like false information as well. And it's just, it's just turned into such a shit show and it's a, it's affecting world economies. Like this mass hysteria, mass panic is how societies crumble. Yes. Yes. It's been like, it, the effect that it's already had on our economy has been hugely detrimental and especially like small businesses uh-huh. um not sure if a lot of them are going to survive this whole fiasco because a lot of places are closing down effectively for like at least two weeks yeah um <clears throat> like they just uh they just closed down schools in pennsylvania for two weeks but it's starting to kind of become like a nationwide thing i know uh, maryland california new york maybe a couple I think, of states have I done don't that. I think New York is yet. No. Because I have a friend in New York that, um, she's a teacher and she was actually frustrated that, like, the governor or whatever, what's his name, de Blasio? I have no idea. Still won't, like, close them or something? I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's, um, all of New York or New York City or whatever, but I th- I think, I don't know if New York is on the train yet. Which is kind of strange, especially for New York City, because it's just, like, the epicenter of proximity issues and cleanliness issues <laughs> like yeah. you know if anything's gonna run rampant it's gonna be in a major city like manhattan <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd, you'd think out of all the places why wouldn't that one be the first in line to close right so but i don't i mean like i said though i'm just frustrated with it like i was at the gym last week which i know it wasn't supposed to be but whatever fuck you i went to the goddamn gym and um they had, it was like doing cardio. So, of course, they had like the TVs up with different stations. They had our local station on, Fox News, and then I think MSNBC. So, of course, that's all they're, they're talking about. It's just the coronavirus. And every single news station that's broadcasting at the same time has different numbers on how many people have been affected globally. And they weren't, dra- I mean, some of them were pretty like far off, but some of them it was like, you know, a difference of like 100, 150 people. But it's just, 
uh, how how is it that drastically different? I don't know. The, like I don't know where they should all be. Ha- they should all have one like credible source that they're pulling their inform their data from. Which really at this point should only be the WHO and the CDC. Yeah. Oh, the band, the Who. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you love me. I do. <laughs> but no, it's it's frustrating for me. Like I've, I'm actually proud of myself for handling it as calmly as I have. I think the most ironic thing is that people that panic, um, and are kind of like, uh they get the psychosomatic symptoms and everything like mm-hmm. that or they live with like this anxiety day to day of shit like this happening the, we've done this to ourselves every day so now that it's real we're like ha 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 <laughs> vindication <laughs> i have planned for this my whole life <laughs> as it because for me personally um i i am petrified of, of pandemics and just germs just and she being is sick. Terrified. Terrified, terrified. Like, as soon as this was happening, I'm like, oh, Jess isn't doing well. <laughs> no. I know like, she's not. To me, the scariest movie ever is Outbreak. Oh, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. It's, it's trending fucking on Netflix right now, too. I'm sure, it is. These sick fucks are like, <laughs> let's watch Outbreak. <laughs> obviously, Outbreak, um, like what's portrayed in the movie, like whatever disease it is, is like significantly more severe. Um, yeah. But it's just, but yeah. So this is basically my worst nightmare come true. But I'm trying to like take a step back, not contribute to the mass hysteria, which is just going to create more problems. Is not going to help whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And realize that, like, I hate to say it, but the mortality rate is not that high. For people who are not now, I understand that there's still a huge risk for people that are on their immune system compromised or the elderly. Camera. Focus. Really? It's fine. You had one job. One. And one job. One job. Hold on. One minute. Just talk to the people. No, no, it, it fixed itself. I don't know. Is oh. it me? Is it me? Mm, I think so. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Just don't move. Okay. <laughs> what the bright orb of light moving confuses you, camera? Huh? Huh? Those of you just listening, the camera's being a little bitch, and every time I move, it seems <laughs> it doesn't want to focus. It seems to have corrected itself. For now, we're sorry. We never heard it's lighting issues or camera issues now or I don't know. Just we're going to have to wait until we're independently wealthy enough to have like a good, really a good crew camera. that's just going to control this for us. Yeah. Well, the crew that we have is asleep in the other room. So <laughs> everyone's asleep. Grip. <laughs> yeah. Best boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, so this is like, this is my, my worst fear come true. But I also get frustrated, though, because I look at, you know, just the influenza, SARS, H1N1, the swine, like all the different types of trains of flu we've had, and especially SARS, Ebola. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, obviously Ebola was definitely a lot more contained. And I think SARS was to a certain extent, too. But, you know, I'm kind of looking at, like, what we've already survived and what's already been out there that, like, we need to keep 
in check and keep looking at it. And then I look at this and I'm like, is there something like, am I just not fully grasping or understanding like the severity of this or is this being blown way out of proportion? And I can't figure out which is accurate. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, for a lot of us, I don't know, I'm putting myself in this category that like, I wasn't really fully tuned in when, you know, bird flu, swine flu, all that kind of stuff. Like, I remember it happening. Yeah. But I don't remember being so hugely worried about it. Like, because I don't, because I don't like we we are now. And it's not anything, obviously, it didn't grab the nation's attention like 9 11 did. Right. Or anything like that. So I don't know if it's just because. A lot of us grew up and now we're becoming more aware with stuff like this just in general. And we're also more politically aware because it is an election year. That's and, a good point, um, yeah. There's been shit going around like that uh, Trump didn't want to like do anything about the testing because it's his, like it would damage his numbers. For electing a... for for the his election year, like he yeah. didn't want to like do the testing and have the numbers be like astronomical, and then that that would like mess up his chances for re-election. Which is it's one of those things where I've heard that, mm. and then I've heard oh, you know his name's getting dried through the mud, or this is being blown out of proportion, and his lack of response by Democrats to ruin his chance of election, and this is where like. You know, the media keeps pumping up, like, this fear-type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? They could both be right. All they know is that, like, we don't have enough testing kits. So yeah. that's been very apparent. Like, we just, we don't have enough. And um, I think there was... And they're like, not, we're not testing for free. They're, like, Australia is. Yeah. So we're not, we're not testing for free. Um, We're not getting testing kits out there as fast as they should be. And I guess the who is just, like, hey... You, know, you can get some of these testing kits from us now until you guys like get caught up to speed with this and figure out like, you know, where you guys need to be at as far as responding to this. Um, and he was kind of like, no, it's not that big of a deal. It's fine. And now it's starting to be like, okay, you know, we need to declare the Stafford Act to get different funding sources out there and, and whatnot. So X, Y, Z isn't affected. And so it, it is, it is very frustrating, but again, like you just don't know which is fully accurate. And I think that's what scares it again, creates more fear and scares a lot of people. Yeah. So you just end up being overly cautious just to try to like protect yourself, you know, yeah. the amount of misinformation that is creating, like just adding to the hysteria is just, yeah. but I think a lot of healthcare professionals though are frustrated with not having like the testing kit, like, um, uh, our medical director that I work with works also part-time at, like, the MedExpress. And he's just, like, you know, over the past, like, two weekends, I've had a lot of people coming in with flu-like symptoms or upper respiratory-like symptoms that, like, I would have bet my paycheck they had the flu. And they're, they're all, all the flu tests are coming back negative. And he's like, I don't know what they had. Yeah. Because I don't have testing kits to be able to test for it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just two days ago, um, one of our bigger healthcare systems around here finally has the testing kits and just came out with like a, hey, if you feel like you have it, these are the steps to take. So like, don't just walk into the emergency room, like call ahead of time. Yeah. You know, let us like vet kind of what your symptoms are. And then we'll go from there as far as like basically what entrance to go in. Mm-hmm. You know, but how, I mean, that took how long for us in our lo- local area to know what to do? Yeah. We just think with something <clears throat> with, with this much magnitude that they would try to, uh, come out with a universal procedure on how to proceed yeah instead of like 
Mm. Mm. But, well, you know, just wing it. And, ch- and chances are, I mean, a lot of people are starting to wonder if we haven't had this for a few months now. Because a lot of people are like, hey, back in like November and December, I had this really nasty upper respiratory viral infection that wasn't pneumonia or bronchitis. Mm. And this nasty cough lasted for like a month and nobody knew what it was. Well, Maybe. I was also reading <laughs> that was, I think, is also more misinformation going around yeah. because they didn't have the first reported cases until near the end of January this year. And that was in Wuhan, China. Right. So if you had that here in Pennsylvania, like you probably just had, like, I don't think that the tests that they have are going to be able to test for every kind of strain of virus. Right. Um, it just could be, like I said, like a, a random, really nasty upper respiratory infection. But it wasn't... I, I think that there would have been, like... It would have been much, much more widespread had it been that. That's true. Yeah. Um, Just based on how contagious it is and how it is being spread and how... No one was taking the kind of precautions that they're taking now back in November, December. I don't know. One of my pet peeves, though, is he just overbuying stuff. Like, don't be a dick. Stop overbuying stuff. And for the love of God, especially if you're a healthcare professional, I've seen some of you do it. Don't cough in your hand. Don't do it. Do not cough. Like, you know better. You know better. Yeah. Like, my friend's children. No better precautions if they have to sneeze or cough than some of the healthcare professionals that I've seen. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't really seen that too much. It's been more like a, I don't know. It it's ha- it hasn't been that kind of like, like no. Some like, of it's right. I mean some of it's been like, like pretty bad, and then some of it's just been like you're like, but I'm still. I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's just like you're hacking out a lung or if it's just like clearing your throat. Don't do it in your fucking hand. Bat wing. All right? Just. <laughs> Sorry. It's just I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, I. We've seen a lot of. I'm sorry. That was my phone. We've seen a lot of. Um, overbuying a lot. A lot, a lot, everywhere. Like, the grocery stores are empty of just about everything. Yep. Because everyone is just hunkering down like they're not leaving their house for a month. Yeah, I think, But I think even they're... in that time, in a month's time, will you go through that much toilet paper? No. I, I mean, I would hope not. Like you said, the only excuse for buying that much toilet paper is, A, if you have a family that that's just that big i mean there are individuals out there of a family of like freaking eight people um if you're buying for someone else who isn't like able to get out to the stores fine but i unfortunately i I don't have high hopes that that's a lot of the cases i think people are just buying it just to just to overbuy yeah i mean i think if you still like four packs of like the mega rolls. Right. 
where yeah. you know you get the toilet paper math in there and you're like well how many like you're really buying 12,000 rolls right essentially when you use toilet paper math that's toilet paper math <laughs> just math no 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 toilet paper math have you seen the toilet paper math no. they have? <laughs> they're like oh okay well this many double rolls is this many regular rolls so you're really getting this many rolls but so there's like a double roll, there's a mega roll, right. there's like a super mega roll. <laughs> and using all of these different roll sizes is how many rolls you, regular rolls you get. That's toilet paper math. Okay. <laughs> yep. I I'll look it up. Look at, uh, no, I believe you. I believe you. Look at the, look at any package of Charmin. There's double rolls, there's mega rolls. I think they're super mega rolls. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not going to lie. I think I have a pack of mega rolls at home that I bought before this outbreak. <laughs> I bought well, I bought toilet paper and paper towels, just like a big pack each because we were out legitimately. Yeah. And it was when, so in my household, Steve got the flu. Then that fucker passed it to me. But when he was sick, so normally we go grocery shopping together or he'll go grocery shopping when I'm at work on Fridays. And it's, I think it's easier when there's two people because when you do the whole checkout process, you can have one person putting all the stuff up on the conveyor belt. The other person packs or like um, bags. Right. And so when I did it by myself, like we were out of toilet paper and paper towels and we had to like get a whole bunch of other shit so like i'm buying all this fucking shit and it's just a little ridiculous and i had to bag it all myself <laughs> but it probably looked like i was panic buying but it's just that no legitimately like i waited this long and i'm just out of everything under the sun yeah, yeah. like we needed chicken noodle soup because He's sick, and we get the little microwave ones. Okay. So I buy a couple of those, and you know, ginger ale because if you're sick, if you're that's sick, just what you get it helps. Yeah, and then just being out of stuff in general. There, I saw a lady though this week, three gallons of milk. And three it gallons. kind of makes you wonder though too. Like, so I get the lactate free milk. Yeah. So and that shit lasts forever. Like the expiration date on that's like two months later. Yeah. But regular milk does not last that long. No. So like what are you are you freezing it? Like what are you doing with like realistically with stuff like that? I feel like the if it's fat free milk, it lasts longer. Right. But then if you get one percent, two percent or whole milk, it doesn't last that long. Exactly. So, you know, you sitting there hoarding milk as if this is going to last you for months. When realistically, it's going to expire in like three weeks. Again, like I really hope you have a large family that just goes through that much milk. Again, that's a lot of milk. I've seen it though. Again, like my best friend back home, she's one of eight. So there's a household of 10 people. So you're going to go through that much milk and toilet paper. Overpopulation. Yeah. And honestly, isn't that really what this equates down to? They're trying to kind of narrow down our numbers. We how many how many of us have asked for a new plague? How many? 
apparently out of the two of us, you, because I know I sure as shit hasn't, haven't, hasn't, haven't. Grammar. <laughs> wow. I have not asked for a new plague. Well, people would put up the meme like, there's too many people, we it, need a new plague yeah. or whatever. I, I can relate to Thanos. <laughs> yeah, and now... What you got? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I just I think though, like, just so many new pet peeves for me are coming up of just, just don't be a dick, don't hoard, and just pra- again, just practice your basic hygiene skills. And I, I just think this so many times it keeps coming up of like, have you guys not been doing this the like the whole time? No, no, I I don't like when um it's like. People just kind of losing all sense of compassion mm-hmm. in a time like this where, because um, like I said, I, I was diagnosed with the flu. Like it hit me like it was out of nowhere. Oh, as the flu does. Um, yeah. yeah. So like. Good indicator, by the way, that it is the flu. Yeah. If it's just like I Monday, I was Monday during the day, I was fine. Monday night, I felt not great. By Tuesday, wowzers. Yeah. That whole stereotypical, like, I felt like I was hit by a bus, and then the bus backed up and round, ran, ran back over me again, and then pulled forward and did it again, and <laughs> then just kind of, like, like they're stuck in, like, a mud puddle, just, like, <laughs> revved on me. And then I went to MedExpress. They did the thing where it feels like they're stabbing your brain. It does. Uh, oh, they get it up there. That's the worst test ever, other than strep. Th- strep, like checking for strep throat. That uh, doesn't bother me. I don't have much of a gag reflex, so. <laughs> Aren't you ideal? For some, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so. Um, but yeah, so it came back, the like the rapid flu test. Luckily, I guess it, well. Lucky it came back with something, Fluby, and I got Zofluza. They, pre- they prescribed that. Zofluza, which is, it's a relatively newer drug, and if you can afford it, which I know not a lot of people can, because it was $93, <sighs> with a coupon. That was with the coupon. Right. Oh, my God. But um, it is $93. It it's not like Tamiflu. Tamiflu is some like Tamiflu is like you take over a course of five days. Zofluza get two tablets, tiny little tablets that you take once that day, and it wow. Like so Tuesday, I was in so much pain, like congestion, like muscle pain, joint pain, mm-hmm. all the kind of like your hair hurts, <laughs> everything hurt, and it hurt to like think about moving. So I was just pretty much in the fetal position. Took that next day. I had just congestion. Oh, wow. I was like, huh. All right. So if you can afford it, which, again, I don't think a lot of people can. It, I mean, this was with my new fancy work insurance. So if I had the state's insurance like I had before, I might have been able to get it. it or I might have not covered it. Yeah. But I don't know. It depends. They were like, oh, well, you have blue, like, you have BCBS. And I'm like, yes, they, they'll cover it. That doctor didn't know diddly shit. Oh, doctors don't know what's covered under what insurance. Are you kidding? That's yeah. That's not their job. He's like, 
oh yeah, it should be covered. And uh, this thing, you'll get it for $30. I was sick and I didn't read it. I take it to the only pharmacy in the area that had it. And they're like, so this says it could be as little as $30. Ah. So it could be anywhere from a million dollars down to $30. Right. And you picked lucky number 93. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, this sucks. But what choice do I have? Live with this? Like, For like five, six days? <laughs> or take a chance that, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, that it could, like, diminish the length of it. And I'm glad that I took a chance. Yeah. I think the last time I had the flu, which knock on wood, was like eight or nine years ago. It was when H1N1 was co- was around. So, but I had, it, it hit me out of nowhere where like Monday mor- or no, it was a Sunday. Sunday morning I was fine. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, I couldn't move. Yeah. Like that fast. Um, And it turned out that I had, because I thought I had H1N1. I didn't, but I had a, like just whatever strain of flu was going around that year, plus a sinus infection. On yeah. top of it. So it was just, but I remember the same thing that like I was in so much pain. I was just crying. Well, I was like, do you want to go to the hospital? Like, I don't, I'm like, my hair hurts. Like, don't touch me. But that magical drug was not out at that time. No, it's, it's relatively new. And I mean, I hope, I mean, just based on the fact that it works so well, I, I guarantee it, it won't be readily available for a lot of people. No. Unfortunately. But I think, um, you know, just this going around, though, and a lot of people, like, the proximity thing, you know, don't get, like, real close to people, wash your hands, don't cough in your hands. Um, A lot of, like, social etiquette, though, I think comes into play with that, mm-hmm. right? So I know it was brought up, I think, by Steve of, like, if you're on an airplane, um, you know, the airplane seats, especially for a long flight, like, they, they recline back. Like, is it rude? We're also speaking from people that ride in coach, okay? Not this is not as first class oh. shit. We don't know about that yeah. or business class. We're coach bitches. Okay. Yeah. And not fancy ass coach coach. Like there's a fancy the, coach? Well the coach purses. Oh, I'm like <laughs> Play on words. Like, is there like a, a lower class coach? Middle class coach. Wasn't and then there, business it, and like what's isn't it economy? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's typically what I fly. <laughs> Boom. So I wouldn't know any different. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, what we're saying is that we're talking about the poor people's flying. Where, like, you get three to a row. Yeah. And, you know, you're that fucking... Like, I would just try to fly with two to three people so that you're all... And you all book together. Well, see, if you get... See, that's the thing, though. So if you get um economy and you get the cheapest that you could possibly get, so, like, your best fare, you don't get to pick your seat. Even if you guys book together, like, the airline, like, the day before, it's just like, all right, this is what's left over. This is where you guys are seating. It's so like, when I flew out to Tennessee with my coworkers, none of us sat together. So, it was just the cheapest that we could get, which was still, like, astronomically expensive. Um, Yeah, we, like, none of us sat together. No. So, yeah, so you still don't know if you're going to be sitting next to someone who's just completely, like disgusting and ends up like you know leaning on you to sleep or again someone in front of you decides that they want to like recline is it rude to fully recline that seat like so you're just all up in someone's business like i think like, it is rude it yeah I, I agree i think i have every right to choke you 
or, you know, just garrot, you know. Can the milky just loogie their hair? Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's so gross. <laughs> but the I just think that people, especially in, an, uh, in a situation like that, they'll be like, there are just so many selfish people out there that they just do whatever suits them. They'll do whatever benefits them without thinking about what would, like, it would be harmful or hurtful to someone else. Right. Or just, or like you said, just, or just rude. Just, like, this is just awkward. Like, I don't need you leaning back into my lap. Yeah. You know, there's that. And then the last time I flew where I had, like, a bad, a semi-bad flight um, was kids. Which, of course, I'm going to hate kids anyway, but... So as a parent, like, I understand flying, especially if you have kids under probably the age of, like, five or six. It's a nightmare. Like, it is not ideal. It's rough. I get it. Especially if you have, like, a an infant, because the infant doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. The like, infant, surprisingly, they had an infant. So they had an infant-ish. And then I think they were, their oldest was, like, three or four. I'm going to say, like, three. Again, you're having too many kids too close together. Spread Stop it out. It. Just have one. Just stick with one. Stick with one. You should introduce that rule. <laughs> but uh, so the infant. Surprisingly, the infant was fine. Um, he or she did not cry a lot. But like the little bastard of a toddler, who, which by the way, like they don't, you don't have to have your own seat. Like they could just sit in the parent's lap. Yeah. Which is allowed to just crawl around all over the place, and then like they were sitting behind us. The kid was like kicking our seat, and then like leaning over. And, like, putting its face, like, just right here because it was bored. And I'm like, I'm not. Get your kid away from me. The point where I had to turn around a couple times to the parents, so I'm just like. Like, you're going to let your kid do this? This is fine. So you don't have to, like, be a parent and step in? This is why, like, you should, like, the little. Even if it's a travel size thing. I like how you spray cats. <laughs> <laughs> just I will or I'll bring a tiny little thing of duct tape and I will duct tape your toddler to the wall of the plane it was just or I, to the floor and I will use them as my personal mat that I can step on <laughs> it was it was it was it was so it was so incredibly rude we were um this is our trip down to Cancun so <laughs> so we get off the plane and you know we're, we're trying to find like our van that's going to take us to our resort and uh, most vans like what? Why are you gonna look? I don't know. Just anytime someone says like van, I think creeper like <laughs> rape van. <laughs> Say shuttle. Shuttle sounds all right, good. Shuttle. All right. So shuttle. we're we're getting on our shuttle. Um, ah. But the shuttle though, it isn't just for like our resort. So it drops you off on the way to like multiple different resorts. Yes. Um. So my sister and I are talking shit in this family, <laughs> like hardcore, very loud, thinking that like we're done with their, this family at this point. And they're they're right behind us on our shuttle. <laughs> Like, this is uh, awkward. I don't think they're from this country, so I'm hoping there's enough language barrier that they don't know that we're just wishing their death. Ironically, that's universal. Oh, I'm sure it is. I am, a, like, a thousand percent can guarantee you when Americans travel, we are just, we get the, it's not real smiles. They're the fake, I need your tourist money, yes. and I hate you so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, but I never understood though. It's so like, um, like fine dining etiquette. 
yeah. I don't that I, I kind of feel like um, there's a salad fork. There's a dinner fork. There's a dessert fork. Yeah, I, I think you go from the outside in. I don't I try to remember that scene from Titanic. Where he sits down in like the first class and he looks at all the forks and uh, Kathy Bates' character, I think, says something like that. of just like just work from the outside in. I'm like, is that accurate or is that just something that what? we just kind of wong and then like this sounds right. I, I think it's right. To be fair, we weren't brought up in fancy pants establishments no. or houses. Um, I, I brought up my thing of like, I would hear all the time of like, no elbows on the table. I, I've heard that too. Yeah. And um, I still find it, I would find it so weird. I need to like, I need to lean on something. I wonder where that came from. Like, but why though? You know what I mean? Like, elbows are unseemly. I, I, I don't like seeing them. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Like, I mean, seriously though, like, why, why, why is that such a big deal? Like, what is that? You just, I, I don't know. I just, I never understood that. I was just like, uh, like, if I'm, I'm sorry, but if I'm eating barbecue or a burger, to be fair though, <sighs> none of that stuff would be in fine dining. That's true, but not just fine dining. Though. Like, I was always told that as a kid growing up, just in general, like in the house, out to eat. Like, it didn't matter. Like, if you were at the table, you didn't put your elbows on the table. So for yeah, to be fair, fine dining, yeah, you're not gonna you're yeah. gonna be eating something like that. But just as a rule in general, I was always told no elbows on the table. But I was never told why. I was just told it wasn't proper. I'm like, but what makes it not proper? I don't know. I don't know. I guess just fancy people don't like elbows. I guess they have the anti elbow fetish. <laughs> I don't know. I've been too. I want to say, well, technically two fine dining establishments. When I say fine dining, like, you have to have a reservation. There's a dress code Mm. fine dining in my entire life. And I've noticed, like, there's a la carte. So, like, there isn't, you're not getting an automatic side. Um, Yeah. (laughs) They have, like, the waiters and waitresses, you know, they pour something. They have, like, the the, the nap, whatever the hell that is. Not a napkin, but. Uh, towel. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it has a fancier term, but let's be let's call it what it is. It's a freaking towel, all right? For like spills or you know droplets, tablecloth, wash. What is what is that called? I don't know. I've just I've seen it like when we were so Will and I went to Ruth Chris uh, for our anniversary. It was, it was our steakhouse. Yeah, it was Fancy our ten year anniversary. All right, so we went for our anniversary, and um, again, like you have to have a you have to be dressed appropriately. To be able to go in. Um, and then, like, the waiters and waitresses, like, if you sit down, but you don't... So the plate, the table's set a certain way. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, there was white table, like, white napkins originally, but we were dressed in black. Mm-hmm. So they removed the white ones and gave us black ones. Oh. I was I just like... off color coordinating. I was just accessory. like, okay. It's a little much, but whatever. And then, you know, they have the, the table set, but based off of what you're eating, if you don't need certain things, they come and take that away. But again, there was still, like, I still had more silverware than I I felt I needed. I don't know. I'm using the same shit across all things that I eat. I don't. 
I, I don't I'd never understood that and I just I feel like I feel like if I were thrown into somehow like some high society dinner party or just party in general like I would make so many faux pas oh you'd feel like freaking <laughs> George of the jungle and yep. you're like well all right you just seem like you're a wild child yeah. raised literally raised by wolves <laughs> but like, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know or the, uh, what movie or TV show was it where they were like, oh, they just they served like gelato right in the middle of it of like dinner, but there was like a palate cleanser. cleanser. Yep. What movie was that? I don't know. God damn it! But yeah, that's like that's something that we don't have now. Palate cleansers. Oh, there is. So, um, Ellen John, when they did their anniversary, they went up to the French Manor, and yeah. you will get a palate cleanser there. Oh right. So I don't, I mean, I think we do have that. Again, I just don't think you and I, us lowly middle-class folks, have access to <laughs> going to fancy places that offer, not even offer, they just give you a palate cleanser along with new silverware. I just feel like you have to wash so many things. Yeah. I don't know. So there's, there's that. And then I think just the basics of like your your basic just courtesies, right? So like, please and thank you. Please, thank you. Um, you're well. Like, that's something that I, I don't hear nearly as no. much anymore. Nope. Um, especially like just overhearing parents nowadays with their fucking vermin. And you don't hear them say like, well, now what do you say? Thank you. Or, like, just, you, I don't hear, it, it, even people that are, like, older, yeah. like, our age, and you're like, really? Just basic manners. I mean, I just, I don't know. Again, like, just the basics, please. Even if, like, just across the board, regardless of the situation, it just needs to be used. Mm-hmm. Common courtes- courtesy is not so common. No. Anymore. It's literally... Like, I, that phenomenon of, like, um, we were, we were talking about with, um, dating and, um, like, dating apps and stuff like that, or, like, just dating in general, whether it's through an app or just nowadays, guys having, like, the common decency to do X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, they're just kind of, they're just being nice people. They're just being nice people. That's not, they're not like going above and beyond. They're right. just. They got my door for me. That was just so weird. Like, what do you think that's going to happen? I'm like, no, you're just being a fucking gentleman. Relax. Yeah. Like that's, or like people getting all up in arms just saying like, oh my God, like he thinks that he has to do this blah blah blah. He got got the door for me. Pulled out my chair. Blah blah blah. And it's like these these are things that like growing up, pretty much everyone did. Well, the pulling out the chair thing that was more for like guys to do to girls. Right. But like holding the door open for you, I feel like that's just a common like that's just a nice thing to do for anyone. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's one of my pet peeves. <sighs> when people don't hold the door for you. Yeah, and they see like, you they like see they're, you. you're right behind. You're and they right. just yep. Or, like, if I go to hold open the door and they walk through without saying thank you, they just kind of, like, 
oh, thank you, door door holder person. Like in their in their head, they're just like, well, yes, you of course you hold the door open for me because right. I'm me. <laughs> I'm like, so I just kind of loudly say, you're welcome. Yeah, and then I think it's I don't for me like I feel like it's just courtesy. Like if if you're in one of those like going into the mall, I notice a lot like you have the the first door, then you have your second set of doors. Yeah. So like if someone holds the door open for me and I go in, I just automatically get the door for them. Yeah. Like it's just a like a pay it forward kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. just don't be a jerk. Like you know they're coming through. Yeah. So you're just gonna like you said be in your own little world to the point where you're just gonna let the door slam in their face when they're right behind you. Like what is wrong yes. with you? I just oh god, I cannot stand when people just walk through or like the thing where like you hold the door open for them and then they hold the door open for you, like that same door. Or like they go to make make so that they they're holding it a little bit for like the next person or blah blah blah. blah. Right. People that don't even don't even try, they just walk through and oh you end up just standing there forever. <laughs> oh my god, that just it just sets me off. And it I think like you said, I think just basic common courtesies, which is really like what I grew up with as social etiquette, is just gone out the window. So one of my <sighs> I, I like mm, I almost had a complete meltdown um in the movie theater the last time I went and that that's something I've noticed more frequently is just people acting like fucking animals at the movies like during the movie so I love going to the movies that used to be one of like my favorite things to do and I hate going out to movies now because it's always something yeah and it's typically I mean I've seen a couple people do it that are around our age but it's typically like teenagers now that just again these young hoodlums. Well, I I mean, if my mom or my dad ever found out that I acted like an animal during a movie theater, during a movie to the point where like somebody had to go bring in a I don't know what just an employee from the theater to like remove oh, me. Oh, not sure. Yes. Yeah. I would have gotten my ass beat, and I I would not have been allowed to go to the movies again for at least a couple months on un- unescorted by an adult. Like if I can't behave myself. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't like, and this is kind of going with the movie theater thing of people will just, I don't know if they're this messy in their own house, Mm. but they'll have popcorn. And I know you're eating in the dark, but again, there shouldn't be that much collateral damage when it comes to whatever you're eating in the movie theater. It's a big enough screen where you're getting enough light. Yeah. That it shouldn't be everywhere by the time the movie's done. And they just leave their shit there. They're like, oh, uh, it's their job. Yep. It's their job to clean up. I'm like, okay. Yes, it is their, like, they have to clean up in between, but it's supposed to be, like, minor things. Yes. Like, you dropped one thing of popcorn or whatever. It shouldn't be, like, you literally dumped an entire tub on the floor, and then you're not going to do anything to clean it up. Or, like, and I'm not saying I expect you to get on your hands and knees and fucking clean it up. But maybe go say, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, I spilled you something. Know, we, I went to go pass it to my fucking Butterfingers child, and he just dumped it all over the place. But, like, there's no, like, no one wants to claim responsibility for anything that they do. They just want to try to, like, pass off responsibility to the next person. Mm-hmm. Or... Well, make it, it's oh it's it's their job to clean it up yeah it's their job to clean up but it is not their job to like it's not your job to make a fucking mess right but not only like that but i've seen people and i've, I've yelled at will will about this a couple of times and he doesn't do it anymore but 
were like well you said just just literally leaving all of your trash behind so leaving your water bottles there or your soda bottles leaving like your empty little box of fucking cookie dough whatever that you're eating like literally just like okay just put it on the chair and just walk out yeah like you're passing a trash can on your way out like just take your trash and throw it away on your way out like why is that so hard to do yeah exactly same thing with um in in the supermarket in a retail store i hate and this is probably because i worked i've worked both in a movie theater and in retail so this is probably adds to why i hate it so much but people that just they'll go grab a shirt obviously in the clothing department and they're over in the toys and they're like oh i don't want this shirt anymore and they just leave it on the toys i'm like oh my fucking crap. I know I've yelled at you for something like that. Yeah, I've I've gotten better. I don't do it no more. Okay. But, like, I've... I get... A flame... Fl- flame? <laughs> on the side of my face. <laughs> Even... Like, I get white-out rage angry when shit like that happens. And I'm like, what? what? Just take it back to where you found it. Just take it back to where you find it. Because... That's why all these shitling kids are doing it. But if the fucking shitling mom is not doing it as to, like, sh- like show a good example. Right. Like, of course the kid's going to grow up to be a, a goddamn monster. Yep. I was like, la- the last time I was in the theater, though, um, I went with one of my friends to go see The Turning. Is that the one with, um, with Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. yeah. So I, to- I don't know if I liked it or not. Because I was so distracted the entire movie by the group of teenagers that was sitting in our aisle that, like, I legit at one point got so angry when I started to get up, I, I could not decide if I wanted to make a right and just get in their face and scream at them or go get somebody. And the only thing that stopped me was that you are now an adult and you will go to jail because it's a minor. <sighs> I think that's such a bullshit rule. I think if you're being a little fucking turd, you should be able to s- yeah. flush that turd. <laughs> but I had, all right, so next next to me, I had a family that was just, like, the mom settled down their kids a couple times. Like, they were just being a little, and they were probably prior on, like, I'm going to say between the ages of 8 and 10. And mom did kind of lean over a couple times, like, you guys wanted to come to the theater, shut up and watch the movie, or we're going home. Mm-hmm. So they did settle down. But then the dad, apparently, just, I don't know if he was forced to go or what, but he fell asleep. And I know he fell asleep because he was snoring. And then he was on his phone a couple times. Yeah. yeah. So, again, just social etiquette of, like, there are other people. Like, you're here to watch a movie where you need to be quiet and it needs to be dark to enjoy it. So, like, don't be so ignorant and disrespectful. Like, it's just proper movie etiquette. Like, just shut up. Proper movie and also theater-going etiquette. Ah, yes, that's if a good point. you go see live theater, and you have your fucking phone out, why are you, why are you, why, why are you even there? Why are you, why? I can't, my brain doesn't, I can't. These fucking so kids, mad. These fucking kids, though, they started with just, like, a little bit of chit-chat, like, you know, whispering every once in a while, and I was like, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. To just full-blown throwing food at each other that landed on us like, a couple of times. To, like, trying to sit on each other. To having 
guys. One of them lost something because they had their, their flashlight on their phone on. Like, like literally just animals. Animals. So I don't. I couldn't tell you if I liked the movie or not because I was so distracted. The last time Will and I went to the theater, one of the last times, I think it was to go see the most recent Star Wars movies, like there was one or two people in there that kept just having like normal volume conversations with each other. So to the point where Will got up, one of them was just like leaned over and was like, shut the fuck up. And then got up and went to the other side of the theater to the other people. It's like, shut up. And they did for the rest of the movie. And so we were leaving the theater. Um, and there was like another couple, I think, behind us. that was just like, oh, hey, were you the ones that like, you know, told those, those people to shut up? Like, thank you. And we was just sitting there thinking like, they were sitting next to you. Like, why didn't you, why did I have to get up, up get up and distract other moviegoers as I'm like walking around the theater yeah. to tell these people to shut the hell up? Like, it just blows my, but I don't remember this being an issue even just five, five years ago. I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like we're, we've entered an age where everyone is just in their own little space in their own little universe and they're not actually like fully grasping that we sh- this is a shared space right yeah you know um you have to you you have to act accordingly like you can't this the world does not revolve around you this cliche as it sounds it doesn't and people do not they don't grasp that concept nope. because we're always in our own little worlds you know, looking on phones and doing this, that, and the other thing. And I, I think that's kind of started to bleed out into the real world where no one thinks that their actions have consequences. Yeah. They think that, I don't know, that we, we're in some kind of weird virtual reality. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's the only thing that I could think why people act like such fucking assholes. I, I mean, it must be. I don't know. Like I, I haven't. Said. I haven't been to a lot of movies in a while. Like I think you go to the movies more than we do. But the the last movie that I think that we went to in theaters was the Star Wars movie, and I don't think we had an issue like that. Um, yeah, no, nothing like that. Like people, I think, you know, you'd have someone every once in a while talking a little bit louder and. But that nothing, not not nearly as bad. And I can't, I can't say that I would be able to control myself. It, like I said, it took me a minute where I like when I got up, I was like, I had you have a choice, you know. But a, a couple different things ran through my head of like, you know, they're they're adolescents, you're an adult, so like you're going to be expected to control yourself more. And God forbid, like if something happens, like I was like, I was legit so angry. I was like, if one of these girls try to like pushes me or throws something at me I legit don't know if I'm gonna just haul up and and punch him in the face yeah which I was like hey like does it really need to go that far you know what I mean but I'm like then I'm sitting there thinking I'm like if they are acting like this the chances of their parents being those type of parents like you hurt my precious baby and she's the light of my life and she does nothing wrong is probably gonna be pretty high and then my life is going to be ruined yeah. Well, see, that's the, dif- that's the difference between you and those fucking shitlings is that you are thinking of all of these uh, yeah. different consequences that could happen. Whereas 
they're just thinking of what's going to suit them, what's going to benefit them. Yeah. What they find is fun in the moment. They're not thinking about anyone else. They're being completely selfish. You are being you are thinking of others. Right. Which I think is a good thing to do. It's a good trait for a human to have. And these self obsessed little shits just we need fewer. What come on, plague. Hey. What? Hey. 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 <laughs> Fucking crabs from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Well, it's, so it's, I feel like our, like, we're like the crabs, and then the little shitlings are like, the seagulls just, mine, 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 yeah. mine. Yeah. I will, I peach, I peach. <laughs> Remember that commercial? I think so. Was it for, um, the, uh, oh god, that cube car? Oh, peach, yeah. And then he's like, no peach, no peach, no peach. This is from... <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? I don't know. <laughs> that being said, um, I think in moving forward, just be very cognizant and mindful of your surroundings. Yes. Actions have consequences. Don't forget that. Yeah. Like, you, that's why you have people like Brock Turner. No. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. It's not. I'm sorry. We but gotta wrap, we got to wrap this episode up. That's a, that's a conversation for a whole other episode. It is. But you get people like that that are. I didn't actually do anything wrong. Don't ruin my swimming career. He was a swimmer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, anyways. But, I mean, especially in these trying times, um, keep, like, stay calm. Carry on. Wash your damn hands. Don't cough in your hands. And just actually be honest with yourself on how much food and toilet paper you actually need to buy. Yeah. And everything will be fine. You will be okay. Yeah, the actions put in place about this whole um, self-isolation or social distancing thing is meant to protect those who would end up getting affected. Um by the coronavirus. Right. So those who are immunocompromised, the elderly, very, very young, um, it's it's meant to protect those those people. Right. So don't just think that you are the only one in the world that it could affect. There are plenty, plenty of other people on this world that could end up in worse situations. So just me think of others, not just yourself. Compassion, compassion, compassion. I feel like we have to keep every fucking episode has that. Yeah, that general theme. <laughs> but I think that too, and then just honestly, like, seriously, social etiquette, like, just manners. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're one of those people out there, like, I don't see what the big deal is. You're the problem. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the... one of the ones that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the cock goblin. <laughs> That being said, once again, stay calm, carry on, wash your hands, don't cough in your hands, and you'll be fine. And you can find us on YouTube, if you're watching us, like and subscribe. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and we also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like us on all the things in order to stay updated. And uh, until next time, we love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.